Welcome to episode 36 of Tommy's Brown Load and a Blinded by the Light special. It's the brand new Bruce Springsteen, Desi-inspired Gorinda Chadder film. We got to hang out with the director, the lady herself, plus the writer and the lead actor from the film. It's all coming your way. Hey, yo, shall we... Sh- shall we... Sh- shall we... Sh- shall we start? <laughs> shall we start? One, two, one, two, three, four... Blinded by the light. Woo. Oh, welcome to the Blinded by the Light Brown Load Special. This is episode 36. Yes, um, it is. Blinded by the Light is the brand new film that's out in the cinemas, directed Posters by... everywhere. Oh, everywhere. everywhere. It's all advertised all over town. Uh, Kedge, you and I have seen it. It's by Gorinda Chudder. Yes. Uh, she's directed it. The Miss, obviously, Bend It Like Beckham and Vice Rose House mm. and... Uh, Pride and Prejudice. Bride and Prejudice. Bride and Prejudice. Bride and Prejudice. Yeah. Yes, of course. Right. So, super... A duper powerhouse Punjabi producer, mm. love that lady. Um, and um, you haven't seen it, Satch. I haven't. No, you didn't get to see it. It's your kind of film, really, because as a music <laughs> man that you are, no, because DJ. I, I, I was just, didn't want to interrupt a date night. Yeah, you no, guys, you're, you're right. You're right. We had a lot of date nights. We, 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 about blonde <laughs> too, <laughs> many, <laughs> too many. Um, but here is here's a story about a young Asian guy who's raised in 1980s Luton. Um, you know. Parents going through tough times. Dad loses his job. Um, and he finds the music of Bruce Springsteen. And that sounds random. It but, is but, random. But it shows, it that shows, is random. Yeah, but it shows really, you know, like when you're growing up and music just kind of, music gets you in a different way when you're yes. in that young age. You know, when you hear tracks, you're like, oh, I can't ever imagine this sounding old. Mm. I can't, e- I, this, this song is the best thing in the world right now. And obviously with Bruce Springsteen, what he does, you know, he, he talks about working classness. He talks about, you know, wanting to get out, wanting to improve your life. That's Bruce Springsteen's message. I don't really know message. any Bruce Springsteen no. songs. Yeah, anyway. I, don't, I don't think I know any. That's and, what I and, mean. And this is based on a true story. This really happened. This mm. connected with a young guy called Sir Fraz, who's the yep. writer of the story. The journalist now. Uh, and, um, and this is that based on him. What was your tune then, uh, Satch? What was your tune... Like when you when you heard it as a game changer tune. Yeah, I don't think there was. There if was we put one. you in the film, if we made this the Satch version, you were about fifteen. So was there one that you thought, oh, I'm going to take this tune? Was I, it? I, no, no, I don't think there was one tune, but mm. I think there was a collection of songs by an artist, and mm. I was just like, this hit after hit after hit. Cisco song song. No, was no. it not? <laughs> it wasn't that. Not the catchy song. No, no? it wasn't that. Well, okay. <laughs> I think you probably get this, Tommy, if, if you thought about it a bit. I, I'd, okay, so is it rap then? Hip hop. R&B hip hop so it's either gonna, it's going to either be Diddy is it Diddy, Diddy. yeah there you go, there you go. See, Diddy. I know my friend yeah. I might have date nights with you Kedge I know but I know my Satch <laughs> you know. Um, oh by the way Satch today yeah. the day we're recording this podcast yeah. is also just weirdly I'm making it about you now yeah. is um, a day dedicated to Satch a legend called Satch Ooh. not the Satch that you might think Tanduka no it's me obviously no no, no. And older than that legend, born man. in early 1900s Oh, Louis Armstrong, you know? Oh, what a wonderful yeah, 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 yeah. Satchmo. His nickname, huh? Satchmo. Yeah. How yeah. do you know that? I just know that. His, oh, name, know his that. nickname was Satchmo yeah. and Satch. Oh. Also, yeah. And it's there's some jazz reference. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's official Satch. Yeah. So can you just sing, oh, what a wonderful, for everybody, please? No. No, okay, didn't think so. <laughs> Blinded by the light then, let's bring it back. What did you make of the film, Ketch? So, I mean, I loved it. I think it was brilliant. There was, it does, it, there were tears in place. I think I, it does. Um, are you talking about the date of the film? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. There was tears in place as well <laughs> yeah, with that. There tears that was date. later on. A lot of tears. Disappointment. Yeah, no, the film was brilliant. I think it was, I think, and I'm going to put it out there. Go on. And, you know, I, I mean, I don't 
I'm not saying it just here because. Whoa, whoa, here whoa, we go. Don't put that but out there. Put, put that away. I'm putting put it, it away. away. But what I'm going to say is, I think this is as good as <gasps> Bendy Live Beckham. Hey! If not, really? if not, oh. okay. If not, I would say better. Oh my word! Because I think. Gorinda's learned a lot in oh, her journey. Look, he's so patronising. No, no. Well done. No, I think she's, because I, I think you, that was you, her first you, film, and I think she's really, this no. is a slick film. Without sounding, because we're not film reviewers, no, we're not, not film but critics. Do you know what I mean? But I know what I mean. Though. Without sounding like, like, yeah, like one of those, I, I don't know how to analyse film like that, but what I'll tell you is, stylistically, mm. this is a bit different, like the lyrics to the film, uh, the lyrics to the songs, as he's saying them, come up on the screen. So let's say the kid's going through a certain feeling or emotion, then there's a line from a Bruce song that comes up on the screen. Yeah, like, and across the so window. So just kind of, it's a bit more clever. It's a bit more arty. Yeah. It's not just like, it's, you know, Bend It was fun as what it was. I know mm. there was messages to it as well, but this, is, this just feels more layered. It is, honestly, I don't want to give too much away. No. It's a great story and it's doing such great business already around the world. Like people are talking about it around from, from America to here. It's not a Desi film. It's not a Brit-Asian film. Yes, the Brit-Asian-ness is the backdrop to it. But this is, this is just how music can change. This is going to unite people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I think the Brit-Asian story, and uh, you know, Gurinder said it a lot, isn't yeah. it? It is key to it. And I think I, 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 quite, I quite liked it that she kept going on about, you know what, I had to make a British-Asian film. And mm. I think that's mm. why it connects with You're all right, of us actually, so yeah. well. You know what I mean? Because I think... We, you will all find a bit in this and go, yeah, that was my life. Yeah, yeah. And also, there's everything from daytime gigs. See, that's the thing that kind of appeals to me. Like, I mean, I didn't really do daytime gigs when I was no, too young, but, yeah, but I know about them. Yeah. And, that, and that's the only thing that I think, right, I want to watch it because of that. Do you, Rob, do you see what I mean? There's tunes in the film from Hida. Yeah, oh, really? right? okay. I think Marv Charapa's in there, isn't it? Th okay. is it, is it yeah, Marv Charapa, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Because uh, I said, oh, my favourite tune is Taz, Taz is in there. Taz is okay. in there Stereo as well. Stereo Nation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, and um, proper old Bollywood songs oh, as well. It's great. Who was your inspiration? Oh, Do you remember that? The, yeah. the, the song where you thought, oh, this was a bit game-changing for you? Uh, honestly, okay, I'm not, I'm not that deep as a person. <laughs> like, I really, I, thought, I was thinking about this because you know, like people connected <laughs> with lyrics, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I really, I found that artist and things like I that. I did see but when I was that age. There was there was guys that you like sixth form who yeah. would listen to like Nirvana and oh, Guns yeah. and Roses, oh, yeah. and they love. And I'm like, no, that wasn't not me. For me yeah. And then there were people that were into like Wu Tang Clan and really clever hip hop. And I'm like, oh, no, yeah. that, and That's or, or me, NWA. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm not in no political struggle. I don't, you know, I'm the youngest. I'm the only boy in my family. My mm. parents love yeah. me. I've got two older sisters that that. <laughs> Look after me. Actually, life's all right. Do you you know don't want to, yeah, you don't want to mess so, with the police. So the song that really changed it for me was probably Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. Baby. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, uh, and you can't touch this. You like your drinks cold. Yeah, exactly that. And, but I just remember doing The Running Man and I got into dancing and hip-hop and uh, Fresh yeah, Prince of Bel-Air was still, on TV. But that's still game-changing though. Yeah, like, but it was all, it's fun. It's, I was into yeah, fun, hip-hop. And then at 16... Made a fun guy. At 16 years old, I got into drum and bass, I got into house, I got into garage, mm. and then DJing kicked off at 16. 17, 18 in clubs. So that, that yeah. uh, like Satch, was more a sound. Why? What was it for you? Um, so I was, was lucky. It, was it? Go on. Was it the Cheeky Girls? Come on, be honest. Macarena. Yeah. Is that why you wear those little yeah, Macarena's shorts? Macarena's a bad tune. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, you know what it was? I was lucky that I was given um, the making of Thriller when I was five years old on VHS tape. <laughs> yeah. And I was lucky that, and I've so, a lot of kids can't watch that when they're young, but I never was scared of it because I could see how Michael Jackson transformed. And yep. you know, there was the werewolf bit when they go mm. for the popcorn and all that, you see in the film. Yeah. And so that really made me go, wow. But then I just became a huge Michael Jackson fan and copying his moves and everything. But the Michael Jackson tune that I thought, this is the one 
was, um, do you remember, 95 he released History and it was called They Don't Care About Us. Yeah. All I want to say is that they don't yeah. really... When he's in the drums, right. playing drums in the street and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Brazilian. In Brazil, in yeah. Brazil yeah. yeah. And and the words for that is basically... It, again, it is a bit political and all of that, but... You relate with it because it's like you were singing it to your parents. Well, no, all because my dad really always said... My d- well, no, but my dad said, oh, you've got to work harder because you know what, you know, with the colour of your skin and everything, it's hard oh, to get yeah. through and oh, all of that. And it power. is quite serious, yeah. And then when you hear Michael Jackson singing about it, saying that, you know, you guys have been because of, you know, I think he mentioned if Martin Luther King was still here, you know, it wouldn't be like this. Yeah. And all of that. And I thought, if he's singing about it, it's got to be true. Like, do you know what I mean? If he's going through difficulties in his time. And I think for me, that was the one. I thought, wow. Yeah, this no, guy's like, yeah. it's, this is the real world out there. And then similarly in the film, there's a moment where he just, he, like he puts in the Bruce Springsteen into the cassette player. Yeah. Puts his headphones in and it's like a electricity moment. Like this guy talking to, talking to him. Blinded by the light. Yeah. Is, how do you say blinded by the light in, in, in Gujarati, in, in Hindi? Oh, how, how would you keep Satch? Let's go, on, go with you. Well, you, you, are, you are the language expert. I mean, everybody knows. Everyone appreciates how okay. much. Okay. So, blinded. Blinded. Oh, wait, let me drink my drink first. Go on. <laughs> Before I spit it out. Blind, come and translate blind. it. Okay, blind. So, the, the, to, to say that you are blind yeah. is Andro. Correct. Yeah, That's yeah. very good, Satch. Andro, um, Andro. Iba, Iba. Basically, <laughs> it's a Mexican word. Yeah. Um, Andro. By the butty. <laughs> no, by, by the butty. <laughs> Andro, by the butty. By the butty. <laughs> Not the chip uh, butty. Yeah. Uh, what, what, yeah, we, yeah. It's Ma- a hard one because you can't translate that yeah. literally. Blind. To be you blind, say? you say, um, I, in Punjabi, you'd say, Anna. Yeah. Sorry, that's how my mum would say when I walk into things or whatever. Wait, that means that's the. Are, are you blind? blind? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But to, to, to get the verb, I'm not like right. that. I'm not hogia, but the other. I'm not Doesn't quite work, but no. but Bruce, I'm just saying when they translate the film into the Hindi market or Gujarati market, we 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 yeah, know yeah. Gurinder. Yeah, we you know we've partied with her now. Yes. We, we, oh wow, she's got moves on yeah. the dance floor. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. that. Honestly, so we went to the Blinded by the Light. Uh, premiere and the screening and we went to the party and we've got interviews to play you from Gorinda as well as Safraz as well who who wrote the um, wrote the whole film and the story yeah, uh, and uh, all coming up in the podcast right coming your we way should we, should we play a little track though right now yeah we'll play Chilling While I Seen 4 by Qatar Nark Chilling While I Seen 4 I haven't heard Chilling While I Seen 1, 2 or 3 me no. either see okay but we'll, this is Let's number four. 4 here it is बैठे मत रहो मचाओ थोड़ा शोर ये है चिलिंग वाला सी पार्ट लेके आए फोर और जो बैठे चुपचाप कोने में अकेले बोर बना देंगे हम सी चलो सारे करो रोर गाएंगे ऐसा गाना बोलोगे भी फॉन्ट मोर गाने लिख के हमने खुद ना तेरे जैसे है चोर चल कर दे तू ऑफ अब मत कर बोर भारी है मेरे पर चाहिए इसे तू तोल दर्द इतना सीने में दिखाऊं कैसे खोल के ये रैप एक सहारा गा सकता हूं मैं बोल के अमन की वो छांव मेरी आत्मा जबोड़ ले तू बहुत ही अजीब हार मत तू बोल रे धीरे-धीरे पर चल आने वाला होगा तेरा ही कल तुझे दबा देना ऐसा कोई बल तेरे सवालों का तू ही हल सावधान ना करे कुछ हल तू बहता है पानी ये सारे नल इरादे नेक और थोड़ी सी दूरी तू भटके ना तू रह अटल कहने जो कहना सुनने में वाला तू सुन के किसी का फ्लो या गाना और सबको बता रहे कि मेरी लिखावटी चल बे तू उसके लिखावटी खुद का तुम में मेरे तू प्यारे में खुद के और तू किसी और के सहारे करना तू चाहे असली हिप हॉप पर तेरी ही बंदी तेरी हमारे मेरे तो मैं पार्टी के जरिए सब बता देता अपनी स्टोरी हां मैं ब्लेस मेरे हाथ मेरी लग चुकी है गोरी कैसे झूठ के सारे चोर जो पकड़ी जाती है इनकी चोरी बंदा बोरिंग तू मैं करके डेड चल Chillin' 
chillin' while I'm 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 chillin' बातें कहड़ी जबान तेड़ी मेरी तू बिगड़ा लड़का मेरा और मैं तेरा डैडी बकैती ना कोई करूं मैं दिलों की बस तकैती सुनने वाले मेरे जितने भी हो जाओ रेडी के आज मूड आग फेंकने का मन ना शुक्रिया सभी को जो चाहते मेरे जैसा बनना कमाए लोगों का प्यार बेशुमार जल गए सभी जो कहते संजय पाएगा कुछ बनना homies call me cc the cr up like iggy or no i ain't trying to be like any nicky cause this is my life that i'm just trying to live it doing all the things that society's criticizing one day i'm gonna make it stupid nose like gonna break it every day i work hard till my body can't take it call me names call me low call me fake i don't fucking care cause my life is all about facing all my fears मिलती है सबको शिक्षा कोई भी गवार ना मन है तेरा फर्जी संभाल जे पाए भार क्या फंसे ये नशों में इतना झेल पाए वार ना बनते ये स्ट्रीट पर असल का बाजार का तो भी तिरछी हाथ में रूमाल लाल इनके बाल शामिल होते Star Wars 4 four. is really good. There you go, see? So that's why Chilling While I Seen 4, Katarnak just went straight in with the fourth one. There was no one, two, and three. Uh, and there is only one blinded by the light. We went to the screening, we went to the premiere, and uh, we went to the after party as well, which was in Mayfair. Great after party. Really and then party. the next morning, quite early, with very little sleep, yeah. uh, straight after the party, we got to catch up with the main lady, the director, Gurinder Chatter. It's a great party, and if, I think it says a lot about you and the energy, and even the way you are with your uh, your cast and your crew. There seems to be like a real sense of ownership. You, is that what it's like being director, being you on a project? You just got to kind of go right. Everyone needs a mum. They need a, a role model. They need a driver. They need inspiration. That's a lot on you. Absolutely, you have to be captain of the ship, and you have to. Um You have to. My job is to pull out the best of everyone, whatever their skills are. My job is to say, camera department, oh my god, that looks wicked. Let's light it like this. Let's do this. Sound, design, all the behind the scenes. I've got to pull that out with enthusiasm, and then same with the actors. You know, and I do like working with first-time actors. Um, And so for me, the, my job is to take someone like Vivek, who's still at college, you know, to pull out not just a performance from him, but a cinema performance. And that's where I have to go over the edge. But I can only do that if they trust me. And so when I cast these new people, I'm always looking for something particular in them, some instinct in them and and a complete lack of ego. If I see any ego, I can't really... I can't really work with them and it and I think that's when it works with me when it works with me bringing out the best of people is because they trust me I trust them and I want them to be huge stars and I can do that if there's no ego but then who, who's who's looking after you I mean because then you've got to be so sure and I mean that you got with the like I said with the lighting with the direction it's on you everyone's going to look to caption and go what now and are you always so sure who's got your back my husband paul <laughs> paul's got my back he's always going calm down don't shout at them take it easy you need a massage <laughs> no it honestly i mean i'm jokes aside having paul around and he's always there i mean he's the co-writer on this and a producer and he's often on set depending on kids 
bloody picking them up, <laughs> dropping them off, karate, whatever. Um, but no, he's he's on set, and we do have childcare help. And what he is is this quiet person in the back who is just observing everything. And if I am a bit short with someone because they haven't delivered, normally I'm only short with people if they're not doing their job. If everyone's doing their job, I'm as happy as Larry. If someone lets me down in some way, then I'm then I'm upset. And what Paul does is he watches, he sees me going up to someone saying something, he sees their face, as we say in Punjabi, like that, their face like goes into like a little thing. And then I'll walk away to go and do my job. Paul will get up and go and talk to them. And he'll go, oh, don't take the notice of her. She's a bit upset. You're doing a great job. And then they suddenly kind of fill up again and go, oh, Paul's the proper person. <laughs> Paul's the, the real power. But it is like a family for us, for me and Paul. We do treat people like they are our own. And we want people to be happy. I mean, it's like, it is like a family. You want people to be happy. And as soon as someone in there is like that bad relative who's trying to, Jumpy mar or me, you know, like wind you up and that you're like, okay, you got to nip that in the bud straight away because it affects the whole crew. But thankfully, I've been so lucky, not had that, not had that on a film since Bride and Prejudice. <laughs> and how was it working with and writing the script with Sir Faraz Manzoor? I don't think he could have imagined the journey that's happened. And I think from those heady days when he first showed me the book. And I went, wow, this is really cool. I know how to turn this into a movie. But without Bruce Springsteen, there's nothing. Like, in his wildest dreams, he could not have imagined that the journey that I took him on, in fact, to make this film. But he was very much a part of that journey in many, many ways. And, yes, we all co-wrote the script, but what Safras was was an amazing resource. So whenever I needed any information or anything, instead of always having to come it up, up in my head. If I needed something to do with Javid, I could always just call him. Or when I was doing the script with taking all of Bruce Springsteen's lyrics, because I did a pass, a couple of passes at the end, um, where I just wanted to just do it myself. And I told him that. And he was absolutely fine with that because he's not a screenplay writer. So that's when I was really doing all the you know, the cinematic magic for me. And I and I took Bruce's songs and I had the I could use any of them, but I actually only used the ones that fitted Jarvid's story and fitted the journey of, of my film. And so there were times when I'd be in a situation when I'd want a Bruce song, but I didn't want to play anything in the back. So I'd be able to call um, Safraz, he's often on a bus, and I'd say, uh, here's the situation, think of a lyric that works. And he'd go, I'll call you back in half an hour. And I'd say, okay, so I'm just on the number 19, I'll call you back in half an hour. And like, literally three minutes later, literally, he'd go, okay, verse three, and so and so song on so and so album, have a listen. And I'd go, yeah, I heard that. It doesn't work. He goes, okay, well, how about... Blah, 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 blah. And there'd be, like, three songs in his head. And one of them, I'd go, okay, I can make that work. And that was 
What a great resource. I mean, I was still sitting there pouring over Bruce's words, but I know a lot of the famous ones and I know my favourite ones, but I don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of all of them. Safras does. So there was that. But also, when you make a film, you know, if you want it to be touching, right, and you want to reach people, particularly us, you know, the British Asian crowd, you have to base it in reality. You have to. And the reason Bend It Like Beckham is so touching is because that's my dad. That is my dad. And when I was writing some of those lines, well, I was crying because I, I can imagine my dad saying them. There's a line. I remember sitting in front of my Amstrad 9512. Uh, that's how flimmin' long ago it was. Um, and I remember typing at the end... I came up with this line and I remember typing, um, two daughters made happy in one day. What could any father want? And that was it. I just pour, I mean, the tears like that all over my Amstrad. I was like, oh my God, you know. But it was very emotional because you have to imagine that. Same with Paul. There was a line that Paul wrote that is the funniest thing I've ever read in my life. He wrote that because of his knowledge of all my relatives. And that was, I remember it so clearly. He was sitting there. I walked in the room. He said, have a look at this scene. It was the scene when Joe goes to visit the parents. And uh, Jess says, Dad, everything's changing. Look at Nasser Hussain. He's captain of the England cricket team and he's Asian. And she goes... Hussein, that's a Muslim name. Their families are different. Paul wrote that. Like racist, you know. <laughs> Islamophobe. But Paul wrote that. And it just captured everything, right, about us. And I literally, I literally went like that. And I was on the floor, guffawing with laughter. So, but he could only do that because he knew relatives who'd say that, you know. And you know half those relatives. So I think... It's when it's steeped in reality. So with Safraz, there was a wonderful balance of what what I knew his mum would and wouldn't do, what his dad would and wouldn't do. And then, of course, I had to make dramatic changes. You know, I gave him a girlfriend. He weren't that, he weren't that cool to have a girlfriend at that age. <laughs> I gave him a cool girlfriend who was into politics. And, and little things uh, like that, they... Um, whole Bungra daytime scene with the sister. That was obviously me. He was like, he, I put him on the floor last night to Hira. He said, I can't dance this. I don't know how to do Bungra. I'm like, you know, but like I needed to put my things in as well to make me complete. So all that, that Bungra scene is really authentic from the perspective of a British Asian. And I think that's, there's films that are made from the outside in and the inside out, in my opinion. And, you know, in many ways, East Disease, for everyone who loves it, it's great, but it is a film from the outside in. And there are things in that which you watch as a British Asian that you cringe, you know. And, and, and that's not to underrate the film, because I think it's very funny in lots of places. But there is a difference, you know, between the two. रंग तेरा डोलना एक तेरे बाजो दूजा मेरा कोई मोलना बोलना माही बोलना बोलना 
sons and before that you heard our chat with the lovely Gorinda Chadder you know she was um, she's amazing she really is I really liked her um, a, we spent a lot of time with her didn't we oh yeah absolutely and um, a couple of years ago when I was wondering what to do with my career mm. she just called me up and would like say come in and she just G's you up she's a proper director she's a someone who just takes a charge proper leader mm. yeah and she goes listen you're amazing. You can do this. You can do that. And she was talking about, you know, even then working with young talent and how you can mould mm. them and, and how, you know, you just want people that are going to work hard. So she's, she is great. And, and she's also, a, yeah, she's, out she's to just actually just like us. You know, sometimes you think, oh, they're, you know, because she's a big director and everything, right? But actually, when she was speaking to us, she was just like one of us. You know, she gets excited by the odd tune. Like she starts oh, singing. Oh, yeah. She loves her music. You know, yeah, she's, she's quite like just normal. Like, I, yeah, I really yeah. like that about her. Yeah. She, was, yeah. you, you know, she, she is. She is just like me and Satch. She's <laughs> honestly, she's really. <laughs> she is quite normal. Yeah, really is. We that should try to get her in sometime. Like, yeah, actually, yeah. in in on the podcast. When, Ke- like, when Kedge is away, we'll have like a normal three podcast. Normal people. Yeah, away, we'll have, yeah. Oh, wow. Imagine what that feels like. Um, as well as catching up with Gorinda, um, we also got to have a bit of one-on-one, or a bit of interview time with um, Safraz Manzoud. Now, he's the young lad. Uh, this is, you know, that the whole film's based on. is his story. He wrote it. Not a long, young lad anymore. But oh, yeah, yeah, but he was, he yeah. was a young he lad was the in young it lad. where okay. a mate of his came to him and gave him this Bruce Springsteen track. And that mate, by the way, was at the premiere as well, yeah, Roots, uh, and how the two of them just had this connection over it all. But um, we got to chat to him about what it's like being the writer behind this film in particular, Blinded by the Light. Well, one of the things that I was really conscious of, and I think Gorinda was as well, this is why it was really good working with her on this, um, is that we didn't want there to be any bad guys in the film. So, for example, the mother, the father, I didn't want them to be opponents. Do you know what I mean? I wanted them to see the world in a different way. And that's valid and that's allowed. You know, and that and that's actually from Independence Day, which actually was also an inspiration for the Springsteen song. You know, there's just different people coming around here and they see things in different ways. You know, that idea that you can have a valid different opinion and that can be an obstacle, but it comes from an honest place. Do you not feel like this film couldn't have come out at any other time? It's potentially so niche. Asian kid, Springsteen fans. It's not everybody. Um, But it takes now and everything that's going on for it to feel so relevant, yet being so specific. I mean, I think you're right for two reasons, actually. One is, you know, this is a summer where Himesh Patel in Yesterday... Which is an extraordinary idea that, like, you know, the lead in a rom-com 
written by Richard Curtis, directed by Danny Boyle, featuring the music of the Beatles and the lead as an Asian guy. It's mental. You've also got Def Patel coming up soon in David Copperfield as David Copperfield. You've got Tez Ilias cracking people up on Channel 4. You've got Nish Kumar. So I think the world is opening up in terms of what the people who control and allow access to funding and distribution, the, power, the people who've got the power, the gatekeepers, I think the world is opening up where they are starting to allow and give other stories a chance with people who aren't, you know, just the standard issue posh white people or whatever. So I think that's one part. And then the second part is we are in a very divided political time right now, very polarised, where that's this idea of othering people who are different, different religion, etc., is happening both in this country and in, obviously in America. And so a film which seems like it's niche, but actually offers hope with the message that music and art and words are bigger than any, la than any religion or any race or any national boundary is really relevant. And also what it's doing is it's showing you that the things you think about people which are different they're not that different. You know, we all want to make our parents proud. You know, we all want to do something interesting with our lives. If we live in a dead-end town, that dead-end town could be in New Jersey or it could be in Bedfordshire. So that sense of hope and unity feels quite timely in these times. What a great guy. Love that man. So Faraz is just cool. He was, he is like rock and roll music. You can tell he's how much he loves Bruce Springsteen. Uh, and the guy who got to play him was Vivek Kalra, a young actor, a very handsome man. A uh, very cool man, very much an artist, a thinking actor type. He sat there throughout this interview that you're about to hear in just a second, you know, with his hand on his chin. You know, he's like a, he's like a, he's got like an old head on young shoulders. And I know uh, I've heard from other interviews that he'd done that he's thought of. He was there as a, you know, as a young kid, looking back on the '80s where there were job losses, where parents are going through tough times, where you can't even go out clubbing and partying because you have to go to daytime gigs, and. The first thing I asked him was, it's great for us to relive the 80s on the screen, but for him, the 80s must be pretty crap. It's, it's a weird thing, you know, because it is somewhere like... it. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. It looks Does it? Cool. Everyone being laid off yeah. their jobs? Come on. I, that's what I'm saying, is that, like, I, like, it, like, the costumes and stuff are cool, the sets and stuff are cool, but people are like, would you go back to the 80s? And I'm like... I don't think I would go back to a time of such like blatant and prevalent racism, which like people getting the get shit kicked out of them on the streets uh, for looking, you know, uh, for having a sort of slightly darker skin complexion. You know what I mean? It is a sad um, time, and it was what less than three decades ago. So that is a um, it's a scary thing, you know, a scary world in which we live, and that that happens so recently. So I'm very lucky to be in a position where like I'm. I can do this job, um, and um, and that's not the case for a lot of people. It wasn't the case for G when she was coming up. It wasn't the case for I did. I was saying I did a I did a, a panel a couple of months ago for Radio Times thing for the press um, launch um, of, of Beecham House, which was another show I was in with G, um, and hosting that was uh, Nina Nana, and then G was beside her, and then a couple of us cast, and I had to take a moment to be like, thank you. Uh, to them because they've sort of laid the groundwork for um, where we are now in which like I mean it's like the least likely combination of things in those two people they are both British Asian 
women in the creative field. So it's like the hardest possible come up that you can have. Uh, and they've both done it and smashed it. Um, so it's cool to be, you know, among them. And talking about being among them, these are people, particularly Gorinda, who has paved the way for so many amazing actors. We know that yeah. a Gorinda Chatter film seems to be like a good luck charm. Yeah. Are you secretly hoping that the same might apply? Um, I, d I don't really know what I'm hoping for. I, I just, you know, we were just happy enough making a really small film without any attention on it. Um, so, so now that there is some attention on it, it is, um, it is lovely. Um, but I think what's most important about it is that people are connecting to something um, in it and within it. And that's like the thing that's most exciting um, and the most sort of odd for me, you know, people over in the States or like little regions in the UK are saying, oh, this connects to me because of this. Um, and I'm not on the whole, I'm not really on the whole social media thing, but um, um, uh, SAF and stuff are, so they sort of send me stuff. Um, but it's saying like people from these sort of remote <laughs> areas in certain parts of the world are saying, oh, this, you know, this, you know, resonated with me in this way. And this is this is my life that I used to live. And it's like a a blonde white girl in a in a in a sort of totally different part of the world. So it's a crazy thing to think that like this story about a a little brown kid is 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 now translating to other people. You seem to have a bit of an old head on young shoulders. There's a little old man in you, in particular the fact that you don't do social media yeah. uh, as a choice. Well, where, where's that come from? Because I thought the youngsters now, that, you know, you're all across all of those platforms. Um, I did it when I was younger, um, but not anymore. I'm sort of off. I used to do like all the Snapchat and Instagram and all that, um, but not anymore. I don't know. I don't know why. People have asked me that actually, but I, I don't. I don't quite know. Um, but it's just, I guess it's just not for me at this point in my life. Um, maybe at some point in the future, I'll want to um, hop on social media and talk about this, that and the other. But I doubt it. And um, is, it the, is it the actor in you, I wonder? Is it, is it you, you're more comfortable playing someone rather than social media is all about your own image projection, whereas you're happy to script, put on a role? I don't think so. I just don't fancy it. I just don't think I can be bothered. Do you know what I mean? Lazy. I just it must just be that. I just can't be bothered. You know what I mean? I can't be bothered without all that stuff. That's long.
out there, right? No, mm. Okay, Blinded by the Light, well worth going to see it. Yeah. I think in years to come, people will remember it. Like they remember Bend It Like Beckham. Yeah, I think It so. will be remembered. Uh, talking of years to come, what were you talking about? What's, what's being remembered it's today? Um, on someone years? celebrating their 30th birthday today. I want to say someone. someone. It's not actually a human being. It's, oh. uh, it's a gadget. It's That's not one of us. No. Is it the um? Is it's it a Tavito? Is it a Tavito? No, it's not Tavito. I think that's been around that's, longer. That's been around for ages. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Thirty years. Oh, is it like a, when you say gadget? I don't know. I'm thinking kitchen gadget. Gaming gadget. Oh, gaming. Okay. Yeah. A joystick. Oh, do you remember joystick? It's a joystick. Thirty years old. What was that on no. a, a Mega Drive? Everything. Well, I had one. No, Mega Drive didn't have a joystick. No, yeah, that I, was a gamepad. Get, the, the, yeah, the joysticks were like on an Atari, Amstrad, CPC four six four. Yeah. Spectrum, all yeah. that, yeah. Atari 520 and The ones that click. That was more than 30 years, probably. That Amstrad and all that kind of jazz. You know what? You're probably right. The joystick. Because if I had one at 8, 9, 10 years old, and I'm now 27, yeah, so that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're you right. Co- more... I got the Cobra joystick, do you remember? Because then that had two buttons. There was what, the finger one and the thumb and the one button. one at the top. Did you ever have, I never had it. People, some people had ones that were see-through. I had the see-through one. Oh, but you they see broke, the wiring. They, they broke too quickly. They look good. So no, what is 30 years old? What is the... <laughs> so 30 years old is the Game Boy. Oh, the Game oh, Boy. This Game August, Boy. like this August, it marks 30 years of the Game Boy. Wow. So what are they going to do? Release another one? Or well, they've, got, they've got Game Boys out still. You, you know you can get an iPhone cover, which has a Game Boy. In the yeah, back. You, you, get that and you can get Game Boy games. They're rubbish now. I've been honest. It's Did like, you guys have a Game Boy? No, I wasn't allowed. No. It, was, wasn't it, allowed. it was too expensive. Do you know what? Do you know what? I, I, I actually have a problem with Game Boy. Why? Oh. Like I, I, there's, there's something that scarred me for life because of the Game Boy. Did someone throw a Game Boy at you? No, that's not the case. Why didn't you get scarred by a Game Boy? Is so, it because you couldn't play Tetris? One Christmas, yeah. my brother and like my cousin's sister both got Game Boys oh, for Christmas. Wow. wow. I was younger. We should have emotional music over this. Yeah. I was younger. I didn't get a Game Boy. Aww. Do you know what they gave me? Like some knockoff version of a Game Boy that Lame was, Boy it was something <laughs> else and I was just like this Shame Boy this ain't even a Game Boy <laughs> really? is that of order like, so is that, did you get the one that just had the one game on it the handheld yeah like they were good though. Uh, yeah. it was built do, in. do you know that that feeling that yeah. was that's, good that's been with me for life and, yeah, and ever since then I didn't want to play his Game Boy like my brothers I didn't want to play <laughs> Game Boy ever I don't even want to hear the name yeah, exactly. oh you're quite because you, you can boy. imagine as he's opening up the, the wrapping right yeah. he's thinking it's Game Boy it's shit Game Boy, yeah. right it's, they, game, they it's game, boy game Boy wait yeah. right, oh little screens and buttons it's a get it's a get oh. no no it's not a Game Boy oh. really yeah so what was your first handheld games console that you were allowed I'm going back in time you guys ain't even because I am a little, little bit older than you Kedge and a little bit more older than you Satch what is it it was a type of gaming thing that you held to your eyes they were sick and, and you held yeah, it what colour white one did you no, have the white I, one no I swear it was maroon well, yeah, yeah the maroon one which no, was the underwater eyes. shark game I can't no it was driving I remember because it no was, the it driving was, was white Oh, maybe it was Hang on, a, maybe three it was lanes. White, Hold it up to your eyes. Okay, tell so me more about it. Imagine this. it. It's like a, it's like, it's like a pair of binoculars. Yeah. Right? right. So you hold it up like binoculars. Yeah. But then it's like Shaped a little like triangle a shape. Slice, yeah. yeah. Like a triangle shape, and it would just have a pre one preloaded there's a, there's game. There's a little sc- not screen, but there triangle was a, a bit shape. on top which no, would let what, the light, light in. Yeah. So basically, it's a reflector. Yeah. Then you had the buttons either side. So you'd hold it up like you'd hold a pair of binoculars, right, right. and then your buttons would be working away left and right. At the you've side. got left and right and accelerate. If you think about it, virtual that is VR. That was VR. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah, because you go into another and, one. And, and the, 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 when it started, it was always a... Duh, duh, oh, it had sound. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think it was just called three. It was yeah, by it was Tommy. Three. It was by Tommy. Or was it Tommy? Not Tommy. T O M Y. T O M Y. Yeah. As in the, that was a brand. What do you mean? No, don't tow me. <laughs> no, it was, it was. But that was that was the first. But ever uh, did you get console. like you know a proper console thing? Like, did you have a Sega Mega Drive, Atari Lynx? Yes. No. Did you? So did you not have the Game Gear? The Sega Game Gear. I had a Sega I had Game, Game Gear. Yeah. yeah. No. With Sonic on it. Yeah. Shinobi. No. Amstrad. Really? C- I had the Amstrad CPC four six four with the tape cassette player. Played Jet Set Willy and Chucky Egg. Um, and Harrier Attack uh, on it, and uh, but I, I, I think gaming wise, I didn't, buy, I didn't buy a console until I was an adult. I was DJing, and I was like, oh. actually, because you get in really? at four a.m. again, and our, you can game. Our parents have failed us. Yeah, well, no, in, maybe they haven't. <laughs> no, they have. I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> if, if you did have a yeah. Game Boy back yeah. then, if you were okay with the Game Boy and were playing it, right, yeah. you could have been part of the the first ever gaming World Cup that happened recently Ooh. last week. Did you hear about that? Is it this the way the kid won Fortnite? He won. Yes, it was the Fortnite World oh, Cup. He won a lot of money, didn't he? Yeah, he won about four million pounds. <gasps> no, it wasn't that much. It was a million quid. Sorry, no. The guy from the UK won 1.2 uh, million. Oh, right, yes. Oh, it was yeah. another one. Yeah, no, so he, the guy from the UK won like a, a smaller heat thing, but the main guy won four million pounds. For Fortnite. But then I was and this is just him in his bedroom yeah. playing at, you know, non-stop yeah. while his mum's shouting and complaining. But funny, the irony is that in the photo, when he's holding the thing, his mum is holding him real tight, is. going, oh, look at my brother. Because yeah. that four million pounds is going to you, mum. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, if what you is think- Fortnite? It's that game. Oh, it's, it's a far oh, man. You are. You're like out of touch. Sure, you're older than Tommy. Yeah, no, no, yeah, exactly. No, but he's older than Tommy. He's younger like, than Tommy. What like, you as in you're behaving like you're yeah, older. Exactly. Than him. I don't know. What's I don't for, know these things. I gave like, up with these consoles after PS3. No, no, no. I, I no for, PS2. I think for, I didn't even go sad, past. But that. Fortnite's a phenomenon. But I was saying to my nephew because my nephew goes, "Oh, you're Tomomama, Tomomama." That's what he calls me, right? Two Tomomama. I think we should play Fortnite, all of us. Oh, without a doubt. But I was saying for this kid to win. This competition, yeah. There's there's so many kids that play Fortnite. Yeah, the chance of winning that are so slim. He must be well, no, excellent. Because you he must be oh, great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's obviously honed in his. He skills. deserves it. So he deserves so his I, four million I've, quid. I've tried playing Fortnite many a time, and obviously the, the whole point of the game is you're the hundred players. You're on an island. You got to try and uh, basically it's you got to survive, and you got to be last right. man standing. Last man standing. That's the mission. So what do you do? Kill him? Yeah, yeah. So you got to walk weapons. around. You got to walk around this like island, finding weapons and stuff. You can build huts to try and defend you and stuff, oh. and you just. It's, it's, and the island keeps game. getting smaller, so obviously you're all drawn in closer and closer. And you play in real time, so people are playing all and around the world. And you real time. Yeah, all the footballers play. Yeah, each oh, game okay. takes about 20 minutes, I got, half an hour. I came second once. Yeah, there you go. I gave up after that, because yeah. there was no and, way... And normally, he normally comes first. <laughs> so, so <laughs> It's quite an achievement. Everything. That's what you always go on about, don't <laughs> That's you? That's right, oh, yeah. look at me, I've come first, I've yeah. come first. Yeah. He, he bang that. Well so done I for coming second. I know. Giving somebody else a go for once. Exactly. It's I'm not all about him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, listen, talking to gaming, right? So th- this is all great virtual gaming, right? Yeah. I'm going to play a track. And then after this, I'll tell you about a story mm. which will blow your mind. Somebody who's truly achieved something this summer. Chitty bang bang chitty, kalai teri yaag lagada jaise diya salai. 
मैं इंटरनेशनल पर गाने मेरा लोको तू है सेक्सी बाकी है सोसो मैं तेरा काका तू मेरी कोको गर्मी कितनी तुझ में रोटी खाती तू किस आटे की हाथ लगाओ देखे ऐसे जैसे काटेगी ये लड़की पागल है पागल है पागल है पागल है ये लड़की पागल है पागल है पागल है पागल है ये लड़की पागल है पागल है पागल है पागल है ये लड़की पागल है पागल है पागल है पागल है देख के तुझको आए बसीना शक्ल है इंडियन बॉडी लटीना चिकनी जमेले कटकटरीना सच बोला था शाहरुखीश का कमीना तूने यूं तो किया बर्बाद है तू एक नंबर बाकी तेरे बाद है टीचर के लेक्चर याद होना हो तुझे बादशाह के गाने सारे याद हैं रहने दे बेटे रहने दे तेरे हाथ न आने वाली है गाल गुलाबी नैन शराबी मुंपे गाली है ये लड़की पागल है पागल है पागल है पागल है ये लड़की पागल है पागल है पागल है पागल है ये लड़की पागल है पागल है पागल है पागल है ये लड़की पागल है पागल है पागल है पागल है Like a singer, she want a boyfriend. She's a bad girl, she got bad friends. She got one life, she's living it up. She don't, she don't give a fuck. Like a singer, she want a boyfriend. She's a bad girl, she got bad friends. She got one life, she's living it up. She don't give a fuck. Bagel by Aman Badshah. That is such a cute. It grows, it grows. It's a proper summer. I, you know tune. what it is? I really like the opening line when he goes, "Daddy, mummy, kije." And then Kiachi's banai, like you know, like saying, oh, you know, like obviously you got to like bow down to your mum because she made such a beautiful lady. Cheese. Yeah. Wh- no. Where does oh. where where does he say the line? And I don't know if I'm getting mixed yeah. up in my Bardshaw songs. He goes goes um, sh- the shots don't count the shots. No, that's another song. Is that another song? Nagin, nagin, nagin. Yeah. Get the nice shots, be nagin. Like is that the snake nagin? And how many shots? That's clever line. That's very clever. He's very good. Yeah. Don't give him monkeys about that. I tell you, I, you know, I, I wish I could write raps like that. You I know? think you could. I think you could. I think you could, Tommy. But then I don't think I could do it seriously, credibly. Like I'd, inside me, I think there's a spoof Bardshah. There's like Bald Shah. The Bald Shah yeah. is always there, right? The bald version of Bardshah. Yeah. And I would love to just write raps as Bald Shah and just put them out there and just trade off of his career. So let Bardshah be Bardshah. Oh, yeah, I but think room you for could a be one of Bardshah's writers. <laughs> no, because you know that, that he's got the other line where he's gone ch- chitty bang bang, chitty kalai. Yeah. I'm like, he could, Tom that's the kind of stuff the, I that's say. That's the yeah. kind of thing he would yeah, write. It's true. Right. It's true. There you go. Let's, well, let's write a song for him and okay, see what happens. Fine. Right, we do I, that? I would tell you what, I'm, I'm going to go away this week for Slightly a few days. Slightly clever with the lyrics. Okay, yeah. I'll play yeah. on a load of... Because he goes, Ishkamina Sharukani mentions that because he was in that film. And then he goes, Chikni Jameli, like Katrina. Well, yeah, and he's good. I can do all of that. I can do all of that. I'm just trying to think of... No, yeah. don't think of it now. Don't think do of it, it now. Do okay, it, save it. Week, yeah. Well, listen, forget being the kind of spoof version of someone. Someone who's the real deal, right? And we've talked about gaming. This is so us. There's a guy who today mm. completed a challenge Ooh. that he previously failed at. His challenge was to go across the English Channel. That's the bit of Barney between us and France. Yeah. The English Channel on a jet-powered hoverboard. Oh, My I saw man, that. Flew. There's an advert on the telly at the moment which shows that a jet-powered um, uh, kind of hoverboard. Thing. Right. This, this basic. Imagine like Marty McFly yeah. in in you know in Back to the Future. Wow. This is like a sort of a square version of that. And he did it first of all 
but he so he's he, standing. He's standing yes. on it. All right, let me show you a little picture of it now. He's standing on oh, a oh, flying it's that. Oh, it's that. It's, yeah. So it's that thing that that baddie in Spider Man has that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it just yes. kind of shoots off, right? And originally, when he did this uh, this challenge to go across the channel, he ran out of fuel halfway, oh, right? Because it takes about twenty minutes to travel. He ran out of fuel. Yeah, and he landed in the Barney. He That's got ridiculous. Very well. Yeah, but because yeah, but, but you're not going to know that. You don't know that. Well, he thinks it was all right, but he actually used a lot more than so it what, did. So what? He didn't. He didn't fill up his tank. He didn't. Is that what no, no. His, ta his tank was only so the tank big. Was not big it, enough. It can only carry well, so make much. A bigger one. Yeah, exactly. But then there's a weight issue. It's not quite. I love them. God, I love he's so basic. Like that. Right. Exactly. It's ridiculous. What's Fortnite? Yeah. Go and get a bigger tank. Right. Exactly. Go get a Four litre, litre. Go get the estate version. <laughs> um, but today, this morning, mm. right? Because we're recording our podcast on a Sunday today. In the early hours, he set up at quarter past seven from France, and he has landed in England. How long did that take? Do you know? It took him twenty minutes. Twenty minutes to go oh, twenty-five good. miles. That's but good. can you imagine the buzz of just being on a that hoverboard across the sea? And he just flies straight, doesn't he? In a straight line, oh. and he's just. Beautiful, and you're the coolest man in the world. I mean, I thought I achieved a lot because yesterday I cut the grass and I cleared out my shed. Right, I cleared yeah. out a load of rubbish, and that was an achievement. Yeah, that is an achievement. That is, you know, um, Dubai. One of the hotels, I think it's the 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 is it the Burj Al Arab or one of the hotels is building um, the uh, like a not a helipad but a pad for flying cars. They, it's already built what? that into it because they reckon that they're going to have... Because has already got a helipad. You right, see yeah. It, you see yeah. it. So, so the, this hotel in Dubai is already building for flying cars and they've already got... like. Because Have you seen that other video as well where you've got the policeman on, on, a, on a like a drone kind of vehicle? Oh, no, I've not. And so that no. means that they can get to places really quickly and it actually works. You just sit there. It looks like a motorbike but it's just got four fans on it. I can't even get my head around that. Yeah, I, no, I can. So you know how like you got arrested on the train? Like remember because right. because you did something really bad. That, yeah. you do, this summer is going to be known for basically Satch being arrested. Satch got arrested coming back from the cricket game, right? Um, in the same way, now what will happen is a drone will just come in and instead of, instead of a policeman walking up and down the aisle trying yeah. to look for you who yeah. was who was picked out to look to to look like the criminal suspect, right? Uh, a drone will just come and get you and pull yeah. you off, nab you up. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Very quickly about that story. So he came from France. Yeah. Did they check his passport? No, we don't oh. know. Sure, you're right. Point. Surely he's got a land at immigration. I know, but he hasn't. That's I, w I wouldn't even put that all, in the news. If all I did of a that. sudden, people yeah. are going to be flying exactly. in. Frank Zapata is his name. Z Z Zapata. Zapata. Yeah, yeah. So he's now... Not Lapata, but Zapata. Wouldn't it be great if he just all of this was just an elaborate way of just getting into getting the, the country? country. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, next up is uh, Baljinder Singh, who's my mama. <laughs> who, who's been, my mum, my mum's cousin, he's been gagging <laughs> for a visa and he keeps saying, Tom, Tom, no, Tom, no sponsor. I'm like, no, mum, I don't trust you because I think you're going to get it. You're going to slope off into the system. And then I, it's on me, isn't it? I yeah. said, no. No way. Are you being serious? Yeah, you no. have denied your uncle no, a, a trip of a lifetime to come to see like the Big Ben. It comes up in conversation. Oh yeah, Mama still wants to come to England. I'm like, no. Can I say, I feel, can I be putting I want to be like your mama's Ben friend. I feel sorry for him. How many years has it don't been? Sorry. Look, my man, he don't realise he's sitting on acres. You he's the don. He's the don over there. He's got he's got Jameen, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Right? So he's sitting on the Jameen. He's chilling. I'm like, what are you gonna do? Come here. What is, what's he gonna do? He's just obviously coming to get cement from no. here to build on the Jameen. No, he's do you not honestly think he won't go he, I, I, he, well, Is he put dodged? it this way: we were having a few drinks in Punjab, yeah. and I said, "I said, oh, so when he first met, I went, how long do you need a visa for?" He yeah. goes, "Just five minutes." <laughs> five minutes, meaning once I'm in, I'm gone. Oh, yeah, no, like no. it don't matter. And I'm like, rah, forget you. You yeah, ain't coming yeah, anywhere near. Yeah, and, and by the way, just to point out, he's not like 
he's not like my proper mum. Mum, he's not like my mum's cousin. Oh right, but, yeah. but made like, up mama. So yeah, he's just yeah. the village mama. Yeah, you, you know how you have to. You have you have a lot of fake aunties and fake yeah, mamas yeah, yeah, and fake cha yeah. you people you've got to call them. uncle and all yeah. that. Like I tell my kids to call you Uncle Kedge, Uncle Satch. Oh, yeah. but when you're not around, I'm gonna go look. Just you know, they're not related. No. There is nothing in their <laughs> well, DNA. Not him anyway. That's <laughs> exactly. He's the unnormal one. But hey, one thing that can unite us all. Yes, unite us all. Yeah, is football. Yes, soccer. Soccer unites us all, man. And the Fantasy Football League is officially in swing and rolling because the season starts next week. Yeah. Uh, so we need On Friday. We need everybody to join the Brown Load Fantasy Football League. So if you love the Football League, if you love Premier League, if you love Premiership Football, uh, but even if you're brand new to what Fantasy mm. Football is, and I was only a few years ago. Yeah, you I've are. only done it two or three times now. Yeah. I think it's my yeah. third time. Yeah, this is your third year now. Um, so, and it just makes... I'll tell you what it does. It makes... Every game a little bit more interesting. Yes, it does. And and therefore, you know, if you subscribe to Sky Sports or BT Sports, especially for Tommy because he picks players from like Southampton and Burnley and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, you get you, you, Tottenham. And yeah. all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, how those players perform is of interest. It just makes it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. So if you, like I said, if you've subscribed, this is my way of justifying fantasy football league. Oh yeah, go on. Is that if you've subscribed and you're paying the money for these channels, mm. then you might as well get a little bit more out of it by joining the fantasy football league for fun, for free. It free. is free. Uh, and it's the official fantasy football league one. And on our social media, on the Brownload social media, there's a little code, which means you can join our league. So mm-hmm. it's for a select few. Yes. And we've got like, what, how many people we've got? Over 30 already. I 30, think. 40 people well, in there right now? I haven't looked recently. Yeah, I yeah. haven't looked recently. I think it's more like 50, 60 people we've got in it now. Yeah. But, um, it's on to the second page. I know that. Great. Okay. So we want, and yeah, it's about 25 people a page. Yeah. So yeah. it's good. We just want to build it up. Uh, and then what we'll do, we'll do weekly shout outs on the podcast. For people that are doing well, um, so we're join get a little chant going. Yeah, we we'll, we'll do some chants as well. We'll, yeah. we'll chant your name. We'll make celebrities out of you, or in which case it'll be me because I'll be top of the league most of the time. Oh, here we go. Oh, again, here right? we go. And so, um, so join, join up. Go and check out uh, the Brownload social media, uh, particularly on Instagram. I know it's, it's there. there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the code is there. Uh, and join in the fun and games, and more fun and games. Finally, to join in on is the podcast festival on the sixth of September. September. It's a Friday night, the day before Satch's birthday. Uh, we are doing our live podcast in uh, central London if you want to come along there again all the details are online I'm looking forward to that now planning yeah planning underway some surprises I think I hope so I hope so we've got a few things up our sleeve this will be more than just a live podcast Um, and so uh, now we just better deliver now that you've just mentioned that uh, on the podcast (laughs) well no I was talking about how what I'm going to be dressed in (laughs) nice dress oh yeah exactly that is a surprise everything Maybe, maybe just men's clothes this time. <laughs> okay, we'll try. Just mix nice, it up. Yeah. Mix it up. Um, you know what? Blinded by the light as well. If you see one film in the next couple of weeks, uh, make sure you go this and watch the that. One. Yeah, I mean, there's lots to see. There's Toy Stories out. Yeah, this is you know obviously Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, That's apparently weak. What's the, the current one? The current War or something it's called with oh. um, Lion King's out. Lion King's, Lion King's out. out yeah. Quentin Tarantino's film. He's got one coming. Yeah. out. so many good films yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I need to go. I ain't been seeing them in about twenty years. I don't. I need to go. Yeah, and I really want to go to one of them Lux. Um, oh, seats. the fancy ones. Yeah, yeah. The, the leather chairs. Where they bring you food and stuff. Br- bruv, that's the food. they've got it right around the corner from where I am uh, in North done. London. So it needs to be done. We, we'll, we should go. We'll go and have an after the podcast okay. next week, next time, because I can't today. I've got, got okay. to go to a barbecue. I'm Me going too. to a barbecue today. You going to barbecue? I'm going to a barbecue. Kedge, where are you going? Um, I'm not. There you home. go. He's I'm watching home. a football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's tonight. It's Man City yeah, versus Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. Right, there you go. I've been waiting. Lots to watch, lots to see. Be happy. Enjoy your week. We'll catch you next time on the Brownload. Laters. Peace. Bye.